Today is Tuesday, November 9th, 2021, and here are three things you need to know to be smart today. Ron DeSantis has officially announced his re-election run for the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, is going to stay in a state that he has made the America of America. He is America's governor and obviously one of the best in the country. Florida is doing great, and we have many statistics to prove that. We also can prove that libs want to move down here. Rumor is that Nancy Pelosi is looking for a house in Florida. Why, oh why, would she want to live in a Republican-dominated state? Well, because Nancy Pelosi knows a good thing when she sees it, along with one of CNN's most prominent anchors. Are they all planning on moving to Florida? Please don't. Also, bombshell revelations in the Durham investigation finally leads to the Biden White House doors. Will we see arrests inside the White House? I cannot wait. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boom, Ron DeSantis running for governor of Florida again. Of course, why wouldn't he rerun for governor? But it became official just last night. He filed his paperwork. The paperwork became public, and Ron DeSantis is running in charge of a state that was never supposed to be the firewall for freedom, that's what Florida has become, the America of America. And Ron DeSantis is the governor of the America of America. And so that makes Ron DeSantis America's governor. Ron DeSantis is a wonderful governor. We've gotten to know Ron DeSantis after moving down here. And I am a happy Florida resident. Nothing is more beautiful than leaving the corrupt, rat-infested, cockroach-infested, dangerous, fire-bombing murders on my front doorstep. I mean, it's terrible. The House next door to mine, burnt to the ground in Washington, D.C., and I have a small child and a wife inside. I mean, it's just terrible. It was an awful, awful stress to live inside of a blue city. I cannot imagine what people are going through inside of Portland, Seattle, Detroit, Minneapolis, Chicago, New York. Oh, wait, I can. I can actually imagine. I lived through the defunding of the D.C. police. I lived through all the riots, Antifa, all of it. And we fled. Truly, we did. We left. We voted with our feet and we moved out. We removed ourselves from the tyranny of the blue states. And thank God for Ron DeSantis. There is a place that you can go. And Ron DeSantis not only has kept the state red, but kept it and made it redder. I am a plus one for Republicans in this state. In Florida, for the first time in history, has an advantage to Republicans in voter registration. That is winning the culture war. That is because people like Ron DeSantis have made the state great for someone like myself to leave to, to flee to. That is precisely what my family did. It's what the families of Ben Shapiro have done. It's what what Tucker Carlson has done moving down here. Uh, Dan Bongino lives down here. A bunch of other people live in Florida. We love Florida. This has become a bastion for freedom, and it's going to be the launch pad for that freedom to spread across the country. All right, here's what we know about Ron DeSantis and his re-election bid. Governor Ron DeSantis officially filed his paperwork last night for 2022. His race is in 2022, so next election cycle, next election year. A ton of big races uh, coming up next year, and it's amazing to think they're less than now a year away from Election Day. It's more of a formality to open a campaign committee, he said, but we won't uh, do any of the public announcements until after the special session. 
But you have to prepare for these things. DeSantis is one of the most popular governors in the country. He has a 55% favorability rating. The governor has emerged as a leader during the COVID-19 pandemic and championed the importance of keeping the state free rather than enacting strict mandates. DeSantis sued the Biden administration multiple times over COVID mandates and believes to be them to be unconstitutional. And he is now providing a foil to the administration. Again, they were not counting on Florida being red. They were not counting on Florida being the firewall for freedom. They were counting on Florida being blue and folding like every other state. But now look, look at what can happen, what one election can do. Could you imagine if Andrew Gillum was in charge of Florida? Andrew Gillum photographed naked, vomiting after a uh, overdose inside of a hotel room, a sickening and grotesque individual, a pervert and a monster. Uh, I don't wish uh, people like that well because people like that cause damage to other people's lives. Andrew Gillum needs to not damage other people's lives. He was running for the governor against Ron DeSantis just a few years ago, and Andrew Gillum uh, should really get his mind right. Could you imagine having that type of person in charge of the state of Florida right now through the pandemic? It would have been hell for businesses here, hell for all of the people and residents in this state. It would have crushed this state. But instead, instead, Florida got Ron DeSantis. By the grace of God, gets Ron DeSantis. And his team is happy to announce that he is indeed running uh, again with a Thug Life meme. Ron DeSantis had a, a Thug Life gif, uh, no music no music uh, uh, associated with this meme, otherwise we would play it for you. But we have made the Ron DeSantis Thug Life meme before on our channels. The old glasses flying across the screen, hitting Ron DeSantis's face. Uh, the the uh, 50 cent playing in the background. Here's what our Thug Life meme sounded like for Ron DeSantis. Why don't you do your job? Why don't you get this border secure? And until you do that, I don't want to hear a blip about COVID from you. Ron DeSantis has been thug-lifing it all throughout Florida. He followed uh, up the announcement with a full thread on Twitter, sort of highlighting what he had done as governor in his first term. I think it's worth noting some of the major accomplishments. Let's go through them right now. I live them every single day down here. When our freedoms were under attack by the radical left and the corporate media, I stood strong to keep Florida open. Florida is better for it. In Florida, we kept kids in school, businesses open, and protected your freedoms from overzealous politicians and government bureaucrats. We did this while prioritizing the health of the most vulnerable, leading the charge in life-saving monoclonal antibody treatments. Today, Florida has the economy growing faster than the national average and has seen 17 consecutive months of private sector job growth. I signed the largest expansion of school choice in the nation, banned critical race theory, and reprioritized civics in our classroom. Teachers and first responders receive $1,000 bonus for answering the call during the COVID pandemic. I signed the strongest anti-rioting legislation in America, banned sanctuary cities, and I will not allow felons, uh, fellow Floridians, to lose their job over vaccine mandates. I proactively took measures to further secure Florida's elections, signing the strongest election integrity measures anywhere in America. We've expanded ID requirements and banned Zuckerbucks ballot harvesting and mass sending of unsolicited mail-in ballots. We've accomplished so much in three years, but Florida's future hangs in the balance. I'm ready to continue fighting 
to preserve Florida's future. Let's roll. That's what Ron DeSantis said on Twitter in a massive thread that has now gone viral. Okay, so who will Ron DeSantis be running against? He'll be running against a really weak bench of just gross libs, people who are very unpopular here in the state, people who nobody really wants to have as their governor, Charlie Crist, uh, Agriculture Secretary Nikki Fried, and uh, State Senator Annette Tadeo. Okay, they've all jumped in the race. Uh, Charlie Crist is um, a loser. Nobody likes him. Uh, He has been sort of glomming around in Florida politics for a very long time. Uh, Nikki Fried is the only elected Democrat statewide as agriculture secretary. I think that will change uh, severely, and she knows it, so that's why she's bailing and trying to run for governor to raise her national profile, but I think she's going to be crushed. I doubt she'll make it out of the primary, and I don't know anything about Annette Tadeo, uh, but I think Charlie Crist will probably be the one to win um, that and then go up against DeSantis. You'll see a ton of money flow into the state. You'll see a lot of fake news written about Ron DeSantis, but there's no faking the accomplishments. There's no faking the actual people of Florida, and it's hard to cheat down here. It's damn near impossible, and Ron DeSantis is calling a special session in order to ban vaccine mandates further uh, for businesses and in order to call more election integrity uh, to the floor of the Florida State House. and let's hope that he gets both of those things done. We'll wait and see, Uh, but... As of right now, Florida has one of the lowest COVID case rates and one of the lowest COVID death rates of any state in the union. I think the lowest in the entire lower 48. And so what what is there to argue against? You know, what is there to argue against? I can tell you this. Everyone in Florida's property values have gone through the roof. Everyone's living a good life. Everyone is... Uh, happy down here. They have uh, their rights protected, their businesses protected, and they're you know, maskless. There's no one's ordering them around. No one's barking them around and dictating and mandating what they do. It's a wonderful place to live. The cops are funded and refunded. $5,000 bonuses for cops who move down to Florida. So people are pretty happy here uh, in the state of Florida. And when people feel like their lives are not being ill-affected by the idiot policies of our ruling class, well, they tend to vote for the people who are just leaving them alone. Isn't that amazing how that works? They tend to vote for the people that are just leaving them alone. Things are so good here in Florida, actually, that some of the biggest Democrats and most well-known Democrats in the country, including, but not limited to, Nancy Pelosi and CNN anchors, are vacationing and or moving down here. That's right. We have the shocking report for you about that next. But first, Florida has a massive agriculture industry. There are a lot of farms down in Florida. Obviously, you know about Florida oranges, but you know that Florida is also one of the largest cattle producers in America. Lots of ranches down here in Florida and a lot of ranches that are friends of good ranchers. Good ranchers is the number one way to support American farmers and ranchers who have had their lives decimated, much like the rest of America, over the last few years. Over 100,000 ranchers and farmers have lost their jobs because of stupid labeling laws and dumb import laws for poor quality 
beef and chicken from around the world. You don't want that stuff. You certainly don't want it in a supply chain crisis. You want to support American farmers and American ranchers. That's why we love partnering with Good Ranchers on this show. We like to support the Americans here in this country. It's what America First really is all about. And quite frankly, guys, the product is delicious. It's the best meat you can get delivered right to your doorstep. You slap that sucker on the grill. It sizzles. My favorite is the T-bone steak or the New York strip. I'm not sure, but it's just both so delicious. We eat them with regularity inside of the Johnson household. We grill them. We even put up videos on Instagram, show you guys how much we love Good Ranchers. And, well, it works because Good Ranchers had to redo their entire website in order to handle the amount of traffic coming from this show. That's right. GoodRanchers.com is back online, though, and better than ever with a special limited-time offer. Go to GoodRanchers.com backslash Benny right now to get 10 free bistro fillets. And even better, subscribe and get $25 off each box of mouth-watering American meats for life. That's right, $25 off for life and 10 free bistro fillets. That's a $100 value. And free express shipping for my listeners. Go to GoodRanchers.com backslash Benny. All right, so who the hell is moving to Florida? None other than Nancy Pelosi. We saw this weekend that Nancy Pelosi is intending on moving to Florida. That's according to a couple reports, a few little birdies that we know on the other side of the state, and also a very public tweet from Marjorie Taylor Greene, who was on a flight with Nancy Pelosi headed down to Florida, uh, down to the east side of the state, I am on the west side of the state, the east side, the other side of the state, to a place called Hobe Sound. Hobe Sound is up from Palm Beach. Palm Beach is where Donald Trump lives. Donald Trump is a Florida resident. Now Nancy Pelosi wants to become a Florida resident. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that unique? Why would Nancy Pelosi want to come to the state that everybody says is like kryptonite for Democrats? Everyone says if you go to Florida, they call him Ron DeSantis. They say that the state will kill your children, it will destroy you, that everything is scary, that all the hospitals are overwhelmed down here. Nancy Pelosi is 80. Does she want anything to do with that? Why would she come down here? Unless it was all a lie. Unless all of it was propaganda, and Nancy Pelosi knows exactly that. That's been her game for the last 40 years. The wrap-up smear. The wrap-up smear. Nancy Pelosi has known how to attack Republicans her entire career, and they've done this to Ron DeSantis. There's no truth to it. Ron DeSantis has handled this pandemic like a champ, and Nancy Pelosi wants to live here. She certainly doesn't want to live inside of San Francisco. No, no, no. Nancy Pelosi's district for the last 40-odd years in the House has been San Francisco, one of the most liberal cities in the country, which, much like everything that liberalism touches, has died. It has truly been ground into powder. Nothing. You don't want to live in San Francisco. You don't want to retire in San Francisco. The last place you would ever want your family to grow up is San Francisco. We've done a lot of reporting on the current state of San Francisco, the conditions inside of San Francisco. We've gone there. We've taken our show there. It was some of the most grotesque and sickening things I've ever seen. You saw public defecation, robbery, needles, drug abuse, homelessness. As far as the eye can see, it is a third world country. Nancy Pelosi's policies have turned it into a third world country. Their police are defunded and 
there's now a misdemeanor charge only for shoplifting any item under $950. What do you think that's done? They have to close all of their Walgreens. They have to close all of the stores. San Francisco, it's a terrible thing because San Francisco is one of the most historic and beautiful cities in America, utterly ravaged by the left. The left destroys everything that they touch, and Nancy Pelosi wouldn't dare retire inside of San Francisco. The last place you'd ever want your family to live is under Democrat control, and Nancy Pelosi knows that. That's why she's coming down to Florida. A little bit of our reporting on San Francisco here for you. San Francisco is home to some of the most iconic imagery in America. You can see behind me the Golden Gate Bridge. But just a couple of blocks away from here are scenes that don't resemble America at all. Scenes that are downright third world. Scenes that Nancy Pelosi and the leftists who have controlled this city for decades do not want you to see. It's very easy to catch someone in the act of like Street. Since the first of the year, the city's 311 service has received an astounding 14,597 calls about piles of poop. Mayor London Breed has been taking unannounced tours, checking out the city's streets, and knows all too well this icky issue. I've had to deal with it myself in front of my home, and it is not a pleasant feeling. I want to change San Francisco for the better. I want to clean up the city. We hoped when we had the new mayor, London Breed, she do something. She did nothing. She did nothing for that. Wow. Yeah. It's she, gotten worse. More, more, more stink, more homelessness. I just walked by a guy who was shooting up heroin right under the street right in front of me. This is not America. This is not the way America is supposed to look. Yeah, so why the hell would you ever want to live like that? Why would you ever want to live inside of a chaos, failed state like the one that Nancy Pelosi has created? And it very much, we call them the parasite class. They are parasitic in the sense that they go from host to host. Nancy Pelosi doesn't want to go back to San Francisco. She's already killed that place. She wants to move along to the next place to destroy. That's why I emphatically oppose her moving down to Florida, even though it would be kind of nice uh, to see. She's living on the same corridor as Donald Trump, just up the up the beach, you could say, uh, by country standards, from Donald Trump. Donald Trump in Palm Beach, where Mar-a-Lago is. Nancy Pelosi looking in Hobe Sound, according to reports, up, up the coastline uh, from Donald Trump, but right in the same neighborhood, you could say. Well, why would Donald Trump and Nancy Pelosi both want to live here? I thought this was the... Uh, COVID death spiral of death Santist. Uh, not true, according to Fox News. Now, California has twice the COVID rate of Florida. This just breaking today. California's coronavirus rate is double that of Florida, despite mass mandates and recommendations to prevent the spread of the virus. Florida continues to have the lowest case rate per capita of any state, according to the New York Times. Cases in California are no longer falling with the state increasing to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's red high level, the virus transmission stemming from the Delta variant, uh, the outlet reported. But southern states, such as Texas and Florida, where state leaders do not enforce mask policies or support strict mandates, are in the CDC's orange uh, transmission level, much lower. California's vaccination rate is higher than the states of Texas and Florida, and they have vaccine mandates for school children, for all workers. 62% of California's total population is fully vaccinated. Florida reports 60% and Texas 54%. So they have higher vaccination rates. Governor Gavin Newsom, and other, who has been weirdly absent, nobody knows where Gavin Newsom is 
Uh, we're not going to speculate on that, but there are some gathering reports that uh, are not good for the uh, for the governor of California. We'll see if that materializes uh, in, into real in, into real actual uh, reporting that can be verified. But boy, Gavin Newsom having a uh, having a rough one, according to rumors. In the Bay Area, uh, officials reimposed indoor face mask mandate orders and will not lift the measures until the area falls below the CDC's orange substantial transmission levels. So Nancy Pelosi's district has strict mask mandates. There are strict mandates literally everywhere in California, everything in California, all of your civil rights, all of your human rights, all of the your God-given rights have been stripped from you during COVID. That's the goal uh, of these tyrants to use panics, panic and emergency Moments, moments of crisis and chaos in order to destroy your civil rights. And that is that is their goal in life. And they succeeded in blue states and they failed and have failed miserably, even though they keep trying in red states. And thank God for our red states. It was very interesting because there are photos right now circulating of Nancy Pelosi uh, uh, officiating a high profile wedding in California uh, uh, to the Getty, uh, Getty, uh, images, Getty, uh, 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 media empire heiress. She, uh, got married in California. Nancy Pelosi officiated no one wearing masks. Isn't that interesting? Uh, Nancy Pelosi standing there maskless indoors and the two, uh, people who are getting married standing maskless indoors. They attacked Ron DeSantis so savagely for not, for not imposing mask mandates on children. One of the cruelest, most evil things you can do. And they attacked Ron DeSantis regularly. They went after him. They said that he wants children to die. One of the people who was the loudest is the very smooth-brained, chronically smooth-brained anchor at CNN, Don Lamont. Here's what Don Lamont said about Ron DeSantis. They want to protect kids, Governor. What do you want? The CDC and the AMA both agree that masks reduce the transmission of the virus, but DeSantis reacted to the Miami-Dade school board's vote today in favor of a mask mandate with a statement pushing the same old misguided bad faith view of freedom. This has nothing to do with freedom. Yes, yes. Very uh, insightful, truly, there. Well, you know, what's interesting and insightful is that Don Lamont, uh, while criticizing Ron DeSantis for not imposing mask mandates. Essentially, they're saying that he is killing children by not forcing people to mask inside of Florida, has himself been outed for vacationing, lounging in Florida outside at a pool, maskless. Yes, that's right. A woman found uh, found Don Lamont maskless sitting around a pool, a pool being a place that a lot of kids gather around. He's in Florida. And, you know, just after broadcasting that Ron DeSantis wants all the kids to die for doing that exact same thing, being maskless in Florida. Here's what it sounded like. I want to thank you. He's like a big marketing guy. I want to thank you. Yeah, Don Lamont, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's Halloween today, right? It's how, it's, yeah. Oh, Don Lemon. That's okay. Well, I want to thank you. No, thank you so much. And you're in the great state of Florida. I hope you guys enjoy it. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting indeed. I find it very odd that Nancy Pelosi wants to move down to Florida, that uh, that Don Lamont is vacationing in Florida and lounging about in Florida. 
when you hear so much about how Florida is a hellhole where everyone is dying and all the hospitals are overwhelmed and nobody's happy, I mean, it just proves how fake, how much agiprope there is in our professional corporate press. It's all a narrative. Do not believe the narrative. Believe your own eyes and believe the voice of your boy Benny living here in Florida telling you that it is a wonderful, wonderful place to live. And it's the best decision I've ever made with my family to move down here. One of the better decisions I've ever made also on behalf of my family has been saving my eyes. It would not be a good life for me to further damage my vision. I already don't have great vision. Can't see anything with my glasses off and uh, I, you only get one set of eyes, guys, so you got to treat them right. It's why I use Better Spectacles. Better Spectacles is a incredible company that helps me see in order to do this show, in order to do our social media, in order to do election coverage. Everything that we're doing here is made possible by Better Spectacles. Better Spectacles is better because they use Rotenstock Eyewear, a German-engineered eyewear company that has a 144-year-old history of being the gold standard throughout the world in eyewear. They have 500 patents and are always a decade ahead of every other eyeglasses company on the market. Don't cheap out on your eyewear, people. Again, you got to protect your eyes. I use their specialty intermediate vision glasses, which are great if you're looking at a phone or a computer all day. I bet a lot of you are. These computer spectacles from Rotenstock use an advanced algorithm for more than 2 million patients measuring 7,000 points inside of the eye. It is sophisticated. The result is that I have more energy and no neck strain, and I'm able to see 40% better. Guys, I just can't recommend them enough. Better Spectacles. Go to Better Spectacles backslash Benny now to schedule a teleoptical appointment. And you don't even have to leave your house. They're offering an introductory 61% off for my listeners right now and free handcrafted German-made Rotenstock frames with every order. Save your eyes. Save your eyes. Go now to betterspectacles.com backslash Benny. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is a bombshell breaking as we were doing the show. We actually switched up the show and needed to add this story. Current Biden official has been revealed as the name in the Clinton lawyer indictment. Schiff is also, Adam Schiff is getting called out live on The View for spreading Russian disinformation. Boy, oh boy, when it rains, it pours. When it pours, it rains. And it is raining right now upon the people who lied to this country for years and years. Let's go ahead and read the article here from Fox News. Jake Sullivan, President Biden's White House National Security Advisor, is the foreign policy advisor referred to in the indictment of former Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign lawyer, Michael Sussman, according to two well-placed sources. This is the closest special counsel John Durham's investigation into the origins of Russiagate uh, has come to anyone directly associated with the Biden White House. This is a big association. You will remember that Jake Sullivan is the translucent-skinned, gangly, wet-toothpick-looking man who was trotted out during the Afghanistan collapse debacle embarrassment to our country, essentially in order to lie to you and in order to jargon you to death with conversations about hot washes and all this trash. This guy was directly responsible for our failures in Afghanistan and directly responsible for the deaths of 13 Americans. Well, now it seems like he may be directly implicated inside of the fake dossier investigation 
lying to the FBI. Multiple people have already gone to jail. We'll see what happens to Jake Sullivan. Let's continue to read. So Sussman, uh, which was the Hillary Clinton lawyer, was indicted for lying to the FBI on September 16th. He's pleaded not guilty to one count of making false statement to federal agent. The case came out of Durham's probe into the origins of the Russian investigation. Durham's indictment alleges that Sussman told the FBI general counsel, James Baker, that he was not doing work for any client when he wanted to meet and spread the Russian disinformation dossier to the FBI in order to hurt Donald Trump. In fact, he was uh, working for the Clinton campaign, of course, and the Clinton campaign funded the dossier, paid for the dossier, and then colluded with Russia, now we know, in order to create the dossier lies. The Durham indictment lays out a scenario where an unnamed Clinton campaign lawyer exchanged emails with Clinton's campaign manager, communications director, and foreign policy advisor, we now know to be Jake Sullivan, currently serving as Joe Biden's National Security Council. Uh, the allegations uh, are uh, going to potentially wind up being very bad for Sullivan, although right now there is no indication that Sullivan is a target of Durham's investigation that could change at any moment. Fox News uh, reached out to Sullivan's office for comment and didn't get anything, and the Deputy White House Press Secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, uh, essentially pivoted and punted on this issue uh, and said that she can't talk about it. All right, well, something that the entire internet is talking about right now is the amount of indictments that may come. Uh, the National Intelligence Director for Donald Trump, John Ratcliffe, said that he sent thousands of pages of damning documents to John Durham and that many more indictments are to come. This has many in the Democratic establishment shaking because they know that this narrative is unraveling. Shaking is precisely what happened to Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff was shaking and stammering and making a fool of himself on The View when asked real questions by Morgan Ortagonis, uh, a former State Department spokeswoman. Uh, Morgan is a friend of the show, a fantastic patriot, and she just wrecked Adam Schiff here. We got to play you the full clip. It is incredible to watch this weasel squirm and squeal and wiggle. But this guy is nailed dead to rights, and Morgan just finishes with bravado, saying that you are the one spreading Russian disinformation. Schiff doesn't know what to say. He talks about getting an erection from Donald Trump. Very weird. Listen to this. You've been really prolific over the past few years being the head of the Intel Committee, and you've defended, promoted, you even read into the congressional record the Steele dossier. Um, and we know last week the main source of the dossier was indicted by the FBI for lying about most of the key claims in that dossier. Do you have any reflections on your role in promoting this to the American people? Well, first of all, whoever lied to the FBI or lied to Christopher Steele should be prosecuted, mm -hmm. uh, and they are. Uh, and <clears throat> unlike in the Trump administration, if they're convicted, they should go to jail, not be pardoned. Mm -hmm. uh, so Donald Trump pardoned Roger Stone for lying. He pardoned Michael Flynn for lying. Uh, if people lied to the FBI, they should go to jail. Um, but at the beginning of the Russian investigation, I said that any allegations should be investigated. We mm -hmm. couldn't have known, for example, people were lying to Christopher Steele. So it was proper to investigate them. And let's not forget what we learned in that investigation. We learned that the Trump campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, was giving internal polling data, campaign polling data, to Russian intelligence while Russian intelligence 
was helping the Trump and campaign. And to be clear, he was fired halfway through the campaign. Well, he may have been fired. Yeah. But the, the effort to get Russian help continued, and even beyond the effort to get Russian help, but you the president also spread Russian disinformation get... yourself for years by promoting this. I think that's what Republicans and what people who entrusted you as the Intel Committee chair are so confused about your culpability in all of this. Well, I, I completely disagree with your premise. Uh, it's one thing to say allegations should be investigated, and they were. It's another to say that we should have foreseen in advance that some people were lying to Christopher Steele, which is mm -hmm. impossible, of course, to do. But, but let's not use that as a smokescreen to somehow shield Donald Trump's culpability for inviting Russia to help him in the election, which they did, for trying to coerce Ukraine into helping him in the next election, mm. which he did, uh, into inciting an insurrection, uh, insurrection, which he did, um, none of that is undercut. None of that serious misconduct is in any way diminished by the fact that people lied to Christopher Steele. No, I think just your credibility is. Well, I think the credibility of your question. <laughs> Ooh, man, that is the most viral clip on the internet right now. Adam Schiff finally getting his just desserts. And what a, what a, what a beautiful but humiliating and sad repudiation of our corporate media and our corporate press that it falls to the view. It falls to the view to ask Adam Schiff real questions. There are thousands of reporters in Washington, D.C. that could walk up to Adam Schiff at any time and ask him about this. Ask him about spreading a dossier that we now know is lies, that we know was a hoax, that we know was paid for by Hillary Clinton while she was colluding with Russia. Adam Schiff doesn't get asked that question ever. Adam Schiff went on TV and said that he had seen proof that Donald Trump colluded with Russia. That was a lie. There was no such thing. Adam Schiff went on TV for two solid years and spread the Steele dossier as bona fide and as real and as foundational. And we all know that it is a crock of crap now. And Adam Schiff is the one spreading Russian disinformation. He's a shameless weasel liar. And these are the kind of people that we want to rip out of their seats of power. The number one way to do it would be to rip Adam Schiff off of his committee chair on the Intelligence Committee. This would be the most important thing to do. And to do that, you need to hand Republicans back Congress. Polling is showing that Republicans are going to get Congress back 50 to 60 plus seats. The same type of majority swing that happened uh, in Barack Obama's uh, midterm election for his first term, 60 plus seats to Republicans. Uh, Barack Obama, his third term, which is happening right now, seems like it's going to repeat history. We'll see what happens, uh, and we'll be telling you all that happens here on this show. We love watching the weasel shift get his. Uh, we'll keep you posted. A lot of breaking news, a lot of a lot of big stuff happening, and a full special on the Kyle Rittenhouse trial uh, happening tomorrow. We are going to be doing a deep dive on the show tomorrow. Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, the biggest trial in the country right now, uh, certainly going in favor uh, of a young man who's been wrongly accused uh, on so many fronts, and we're going to cover it in detail tomorrow. Tune in. Uh, thank you for listening. My name is Benny, and this is The Benny Show.